Hey friends, welcome to Healing the Broken Mind podcast. Are you ready for our healing journey this morning? I hope you are. Today may be the day that God heals your broken mind. Let's get started. Hey friends, happy Friday. Hope you're having a great week so far. Hope you're planning a great weekend of rest and restoration. I hope everything that you've been praying for is going to come to pass for you. This morning, I want to talk about what does it mean to stand? There's a song by Donna McClurkin called Stand. And it starts off by saying, what do you do when you don't know what else to do? And he goes on to say, stand. I want to talk about what exactly does that mean? How do you stand when you've done everything you know how to do to get through whatever situation you might be going through? What do you do when you've done everything you know how to do? How do you just stand? Stay tuned. Let's talk about it. So before we get into our topic this morning, let's take a moment. Okay, friends, for our take a moment segment this morning, I told you that it's November. It's the month of Thanksgiving. So we're going to take this time to just share what we're thankful for. This morning, I was just thinking about what is something that I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for a lot of things, but one of the things that came to my mind this morning is I'm so thankful that God didn't allow me to do things my way. You know, so many times we have our own ideas, our own uh, opinions about how our life should be or how things should go in a particular situation. And we think that 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 would be the right way to go. But then we find As we go on in life, things don't happen quite the way we thought that they should have. But when you when you look back, you realize that had things gone the way you planned, you might not have been in the position you're in now. And uh, many times I think back and I realize had God let me handle my life the way I had decided that it should be handled. I would be in a mess, y'all. I'm serious. Can you just imagine if God had allowed you to do some of the things you had planned for your future? Maybe something that you thought was good for you, but you found out later on that, oh boy, if I had done what I had planned to do, I would have been in a very bad situation. That's one of the things I'm really thankful for. It's just like, even now, some decisions that I may think is better for me. And God is saying no. Even though in my flesh, I'm wondering now, God, what's, what's, wrong? what's up with that? But knowing that God is who he is and knowing that he knows my future, I have learned to just trust his plan. And believe me, that's not something that comes overnight. You have to actually learn to trust God's plan. And I'm just thankful that I am in the process 
because we are never at the end of our story. We're constantly in a process. And I am learning and thankful that in this process called life, that I'm learning to trust God's plan. Isn't it awesome that we don't have to lean on our own understanding? That we can we have a God that knows the future and therefore therefore he knows what's best for us. I'm just so grateful today today that God didn't allow me to make some of the decisions I thought was best for me because he knew best. So that's our take a moment segment this morning. Reflect on some of the decisions that you might have made that would have just messed up your life had God not stepped in and did it his way. Isn't that something to be thankful for? Friends, I mentioned in the intro that I want to talk with you about what to do when you've tried everything you can. And the song says, just stand. I love that song by Donna McClurkin because it's so encouraging. It's one of those songs that when you are in the midst of a trial, when you're at your lowest and you felt like you've given your all and you hear a song like that, it gives you the courage to just keep going. One of my favorite verses in that song says, when you've done all you can and it seems like you can't make it through, he goes, he goes on to say, just stand through the storm, through the rain, through the hurt, through the pain, whatever your situation is, whatever you're going through, just stand. But what does it mean to stand? What exactly does that mean? How do I stand when I feel like I'm just at a breaking point and I can't take it anymore? How do I stand? First and foremost, we need to recognize the fact that we have done everything we can. We have done everything in our human strength to get through what we're going through. I'll use myself as an example. Um, I was when I was suffering from desire, anxiety disorder, this anxiety disorder. Um, I had done all of the things that I had been taught to do when you deal with adversity. You're taught to pray fast, read your Bible as a Christian. This is what you're taught to do. And I did all of those things. And many times we follow the, the, uh, what we think is biblical, but what it really is, is our traditional way of thinking. We follow all of the rules about what to do. And I did all of that. I followed all of those rules. I prayed. I rebuked demons. I fasted. I went before God. I poured my heart out to God. But what I I realized that I wasn't doing was trusting God for what I was praying for. And that's one of the things we have to learn how to do. That's what it means to stand. You need to, when you stand on something, when you have a conviction and you stand on it, what you're doing is saying, regardless of how it looks, how it feels, I'm not going to move from this conviction. And what I learned that I was doing, I was doing all of the right things, but I was forgetting to trust God for what I was asking him to do. 
And that's one of the most important things to do when we're going through adversity and we're praying for certain situations. We're praying for certain outcomes. Don't forget to trust God to bring the outcome to pass. Secondly, we need to learn to listen to the guidance and the leading of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit directs our lives. The Holy Spirit teaches us, leads us, guides us. Now we say all of that and we know the Holy Ghost's um, purpose in our life. But do we really pay attention to what he's telling us to do? So many times we, we allow our, our flesh and our feelings to override what the Holy Spirit is saying. Because most of the time, the way your flesh is telling you to go, the Holy Spirit is not directing you in that way. You say, hold up. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say quiet. You need to quiet your mind and listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. I was so uh, determined, determined that God was going to heal me a certain way. So that's the only way I was expecting God to heal me. I just knew God was going to heal me instantly. I knew I would wake up one morning and I would be healed. I wouldn't have anxiety. I wouldn't be fearful. And that was how it's going to be done. Many times we have our mind made up of how things are supposed to happen. And when it does not happen in the way we expect it to, we assume that God didn't hear us, that he wasn't listening, or maybe we're out of, out of line. Maybe we're outside of his will. When in reality, God heard you, he was listening, and he was trying to guide you to where he wanted you to be, but we weren't listening to him. I found out as I began to step back and allow God to speak to me that what was happening was not that God wasn't hearing my cry. I wasn't listening to what he was saying. Which leads me to what I was touching on earlier in our um, take a moment segment. I was expecting an instant healing and I just knew God just didn't hear me. I, where was God? Is he listening? Does he understand what I'm dealing with down here? Does he understand my pain, my suffering, what I'm going through? The, the heartache, the pain, the hurt, the rejection. What is happening? Why isn't he hearing me? And all the while, God was trying to scream above my thoughts and my minds. Not literally scream, but in his own way, get my attention and say, listen, this is what I'm trying to do. I finally realized that God was trying to take me through a process because had I received an instant healing, I would have missed what he was trying to teach me in the midst of the process. You said, what could God possibly be trying to teach you in the midst of suffering and pain? In the midst of one of my most painful moments in my life, I learned to trust God in a deeper way. I began to know God in a deeper way. 
because God began to show me myself. In the midst of this process, he began to show me the different parts of myself. He began removing layers of hurt and rejection and anger and pain and insecurities and fears that I didn't realize was hidden underneath all of the pain and anxiety. See, those are things you can't see when things come instantly. Now, Now, can God heal you instantly? Of course. But how would that work when he's trying to process you to get you to a certain place in him? Had I not gone through what I went through in the way that I went through it, I would have never become as close to God as I was. Because as a person that's used to having their own way and doing things the way they want it done and having things happen, um, the way you expect them to, when things don't happen that way, you begin to realize that you're really not the one in control. You're really not the one that have all the power. It's not you, it's God. And in that situation, I realized that, wait a minute, this is not about me. This is not about what I want and what I desire. This is God's way of helping me get to where he needs me to be. Now, hold up. I'm not trying to say that God caused anxiety issues. No, but what I am saying is in the midst of what I experienced, I learned that things don't always happen when we want them to happen. There's a reason we go, we, we go through certain situations the way we go through them. Because if I know nothing else about God, I know that he is very strategic. God just doesn't up and things happen suddenly. He's already worked it out. He's already created a way out of no way. Uh, did we really think he was just going to let Adam and Eve eat of the tree and not have a plan? His plan was already working. What does the word say? Before the foundations of the world. He already had the land slain. Come on. He already had the land slain. What am I saying to you today? The way you stand is to learn how to trust God's plan for your life. Understand that he already has a plan. The plan he already worked out, he worked it out before you were even created. Before he put you in the earth, he had this plan worked out for your good. He's not a God that's going to allow you to go through any things and situations for just any old reason. Things happen in your life because God already have a purpose for what he's trying to do with you. Who am I talking to today? God has already worked that thing out. You worrying about it. You crying about it. You've been praying about it. And all the while, the way has already been made. I want you to begin to just trust God. For the way that's already made. You need to begin to stand. And in your standing, that means you trust in God. Trust in God for what he's doing. What he's already done. Begin to see things from God's perspective. So how do I stand when I've done everything I know how to do? How do I stand? You start by trusting God to answer the prayer that you've prayed. 
you stop fighting and let go and you allow God to do the work you've asked him to do. So how do I do that? You simply take a deep breath and you say, God, I'm giving it over to you. Father, you know so much better than me. I release it in your capable hands. And whatever that issue is that comes to your mind, when you begin to dwell on it again, when, when, when things come up again, when adversity keeps kicking his head up and raising his head, you remind yourself that you're not facing it again. You have already left it in God's hand. You want to continue to remind yourself, I've already released it. I've already given it to God. It's in his hands now. And how many of you know God's hands is better than your hands? So that's what that's how we stand when we've done everything we know how to do. We recognize the fact that we've already done what we can do. And then we learn how to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit that's leading us and guiding us. And after we recognize his voice and, and learn how to listen to what he's saying, then we release it to God. We release it and we allow God to handle that thing because you can't do it in your own strength. That's how we stand. We release the situation to God and then we trust the fact that God knows how to get it done. I sense that so many of you are in a place in your life where you're in the midst of situations and you don't know which way to go. You're at a crossroads and you don't know whether you want to move forward. You don't know if you want to go to the left or the right. But I want to stand with you this morning in prayer. And if you would just bow your heads with me, we will go before the throne of God and we will pray together. Father, in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, I come before you in his name, God, for you said if you ask anything in his name, that it will be done. Oh, God, I thank you for my friends this morning. I know that they're in a point in their life where they feel like they've done everything they know how to do and they don't know nothing else to do. But I want to pray this morning that you give them the strength to continue to stand, to trust you. Give them the voice to hear the Hayarabokupa, the voice to hear the, the ears to hear what the spirit is saying to them. Father, give them the courage to release that situation over to you and to stand on the word, the word that tells them that you will never leave them nor forsake them. The word that tells them that they are above and not beneath the word that tells them that they will prosper, that they will succeed. The word that reminds them that they are more than conquerors through Jesus. God, I promise give them the courage and the strength. Oh God, to stand in the midst of their adversity, whatever their situation is, God, give them the strength to stand and stand firm, knowing that they've already released it to you in your capable hands. Help them to remember in the times when they feel like they can't go on, God, to remember that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that they can think or imagine. Oh God, remind them that you are their God and you're their Lord and that you love them and you will never leave them to just suffer and go through situations alone. That you will stand with them even when they feel like they can't stand on their own. Father, I just pray for my friends this morning that you will cover them, that you will keep them, that you will allow them to feel your presence. 
and know that you're there and that you would care for them even in the midst of their adversity. Remind them that they can stand on your word and they can trust you to work it out. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, I pray that you've been blessed this morning through the words that God, I believe God has given me to share with you this morning. Uh, letting you know that you can stand. And standing simply means trusting in God, leaning not to your own understanding, but to acknowledge God in all your ways and allow him to direct your path. I pray that God keeps you ever in his presence and you are ever reminded that God loves you and he truly wants to heal your broken mind. Have a great weekend, friends. I love you.